0: Welcome to Sellersburg United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world to you, wherever you are. We're going to start a new series today, and this series is going to be all about identity. It's an important thing, identity, isn't it? We We really place high value on identity. Some of you may even pay monthly fees to protect it. Anybody? No, I've never done that either. But I've never had it stolen either. So I know how much it can can be a headache. But identity is not just something we, we look to protect in the digital world. A lot of us have searched for what is our identity. Who are we? If we can find it, then we want to claim it, Right? Because if we can understand who we are, then we'll know what we're supposed to do and and how it is we can put one foot in front of the next and live this life of faith and just in the world. Um, But it's hard to find identity. It's hard hard to keep track of it. We may come to a place where we feel dissatisfied and discontent and uncomfortable with our lives, and we're not really sure why. We may just feel it. Maybe we live with it for a while. Before long, it becomes too much, and we've got to make a change. Something's not right. We're not who we're supposed to be. Maybe we're not doing what we're supposed to do. Because sometimes we find identity in our job. You you get a job, and it seems to be a part of who you are. I was made for this. And it, it suddenly feeds your identity, your sense of purpose and self. Or maybe it's in a group of people. Maybe it's a church, any group of people, a family, a circle of friends. They give me identity. They help me understand what it is I value. They teach me. I didn't know I valued that. I mean, I it really truly do, but I didn't know that until I had this group. Or maybe it's a place. You've moved around a little bit, but some place just feels like home, feels like yours. Something connects with you in the deepest part of who you are. The problem is that sometimes when we find these versions of identity, we lose that job, or we get burnt out. Or that group of people starts telling us we care about things that when we think about it, we don't really value as much as they do. To the point where we don't know if we can continue identifying ourselves in this group. Or in a place. Sometimes a place just doesn't feel like home anymore. And we need a fresh start. Amen? We begin to wonder many times in our lives. I know it was a lot when I was younger. But it's not stopped. Sometimes I wonder, who am I? Who even am I? What am I doing? You ever have those days? If you're lucky, they're just days, right? Sometimes it lingers on. Our faith in Christ is not about telling us who we need to be, but about helping us realize who we really are. And I want to say that again. We find identity in Christ, but our faith in Christ is not telling us who we need to be. It's telling us who we really are. We need to be reminded of our identity, especially as the church, because out there on the other six and a half days, we get a lot of different versions about who we are, who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be about by whatever group or or whoever's defining that for you. It's the same for individuals, it's the same as the church itself. We're wrestling with some questions, aren't we? Who are we? We're going to spend the next five weeks focused on identity. The identity we will spend time contemplating is that of the church, but that also affects us as individuals. They're one and the same. We, as a church, anyone been baptized? You don't have to raise your hand in case you don't. If you've been baptized, you have said yes to being a part of the church. And we would say, we as the church, were the body of Christ, right? We know that language. We, in the, ver- the book of Acts, it says, we are the people of the way of Jesus Christ, we are the church, daughters, sons of God, sisters and brothers of Christ, sisters and brothers of each other. We know these kinds of things that we hear people say in church. We've probably said them ourselves. But how does that identity inspire you to live? What does it mean? Sounds good. What's it mean to be a daughter of God? These words that I'm going to lift up are going to lift up five over the next five weeks sacred, holy, called, Sent and family, these are not all encompassing. Okay, I'm not giving you the whole answer, not even going to try, but I'm hoping through these five words we'll start to understand more about our identity as a church, knowing ourselves that we may worship more honestly, that we may serve more directly, and that we may be better disciples of Jesus Christ and in turn fulfill our mission. To be better at making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. That is our mission. So these five words today, we are sacred. Sacred. Have you heard this word? Do you know what it means? You might be able to throw some stuff out. It'll sound good, sound churchy. I know I did. I had to look it up just to make sure because I wasn't 100%. Sacred is a religious word. You probably got that far. It means dedicated for a special purpose. Okay, we're surrounded by things that have been dedicated for a special purpose right in this room, right? There's an altar up there, some candles and a cross. There are symbols on the wall, the paint. Uh, There are things placed around us in this space with a purpose of helping us be in a state of mind to worship. We wouldn't take those candles and set a table and have dinner with a friend using those candles, right? Because those candles... Have a specific purpose. They've been designated and dedicated to represent the divinity, the humanity of Jesus Christ, the light of the world brought in that we light for worship. That is their purpose. Make sense? If you use them for a romantic dinner, you're misusing the candles. They're no longer sacred for a special purpose. You're just using them like any other candle. So the most basic identity of us is one of being sacred. It's our most basic identity, and I say that because we receive this identity in the opening page of the Bible. In fact, the very first thing that is said in Scripture about human beings gives us this identity of being sacred. So we're going to read Genesis 1, 26 through 27, not yet. Before we read, I want you to understand that verses 26 and 27 come after 25 other verses, right? The So Genesis 1 through 25 tells a bit of the story, it's, it's warming up. And so it's represented by a week in scripture. And we have these five days, six days, five days prior to the creation of humanity. So day one, the cosmos is divided into light and darkness. God says, let there be light, there's light, and then divides the day and the night. Day two, it's really weird, it's a weird image, but imagine nothing but water everywhere, There's nothing else but water. That's what we're given in the creation story. And then there's an expanse created in the water, like an air bubble, and that creates the waters above, the waters below, and the expanse is the sky. It's divided. And then day three, the lower waters are divided, and there's land, and there's vegetation put on the land that's told to be fruitful. It's given the power to be fruitful and make more plants of its own kind. And then on day four, remember that, that expanse in the beginning that had light, it's filled with sun, moon, and stars. So the sky gets sun, moon, and stars. And then the next day, the sky is filled with birds. The waters below are filled with fish. And then we come to day six, Friday, right? It's a long week. Humans don't show up till Friday, Friday afternoon, in fact. And so first on Friday morning, God fills the land, the only thing that hasn't been filled yet, with all sorts of animals, and those little crawly things we love to see in our bedroom you know, at night, and then it disappears, and we don't know where it went, and we just love that. God created that. Thank you, God. God also helped us create bug spray. Up to this point, God has simply spoken things into existence, right? Let there be light, and it was. Let there be, and it was. But Friday afternoon is different. And so let's hear chapter 1, verses 26 through 27. Then God said, Let us make humanity in our image to resemble us so that they may take charge of the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the earth, and all the crawling things on earth. God created humanity in God's own image. In the the divine image, God created them, male and female, God created them, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. All right. Did you catch the difference? You're like, what? <laughs> Let us make. There's nothing made yet. Then God creates later, but it's like a conversation. It's like a thought. Let us make humanity to resemble us. Yeah. We'll take charge of everything else. And then God created. So there's like this conversation. Now, there's a great debate on these three words. Let us make. Who's the us? It's just been God up to this point. Who's the us? Let's make God in our image. Now, for Christians, we're going to be really inclined to say, well, it's obviously the Trinity, right? Okay, well, if we're, if we're going to be the most honest with this, let's go back to the people that wrote it and the people that heard it. What did they hear? Because it wasn't Trinity, We can find across multiple books of the Hebrew Scripture, what we call the Old Testament sometimes, there's something called the Divine Council. Are you familiar with the Divine Council? It shows up every now and again. It's just kind of there. And it's kind of there as if people reading should just know about that. Um, But we don't even read it. We don't even catch it. And when we do, we're kind of perplexed, but then we move on. Um, God does not rule alone. There's a Divine Council. God's in charge. That's why He's the highest. Right, But there's a partnership of divine power at work. The most detailed vision of the divine council is in the middle of Job chapter 1. So if you want to explore that more, because I'm not going to spend any more time on that, go to Job chapter 1 and read about the scene where one member of the council comes in and has a conversation with God. It's very strange, and you'll probably have a lot more questions than anything else. But we're going to move on. Are you with me? It's important to talk about the us because there's a conversation happening. There's a community at work. Let us make. What we find here in Genesis is a conversation of like kind of clarifying what, what this is going to be about. There's a purpose before this creation is, is made. Before humans are made, there's a discussion about why. Humanity, are, we're sacred. We are dedicated for a specific purpose. Did you catch what the purpose was? We're to resemble God, Scripture says. That we may take charge of the fish, of the birds, of the animals, and even the earth itself. We resemble God in the way that we take charge. Sometimes we read the words, have dominion or subdue. And those words, in my opinion, are very misused. Um, But the better idea is expressed in take charge. Now, if you're like my five-year-old, who may be watching, she hears the word take charge and she gets really excited. Ooh, I'm the boss. I get to do what I want. I like taking charge, right? Then our poor sister. I want you not to interpret it as in charge, as you get to make the rules up and do as you please. That's not what this says. So let's look at it again, this particular verse. Then God said, Let us make humanity in our image to resemble us so that they may take charge. There it is. Then God said, let us make humanity in our image to resemble us so that they may take charge. We are charged with taking care of the creation because we resemble the divine in that way. So we're 26 verses in and we've already been told we've got to be like God here. We're going to resemble God. So all we have are the previous 25, if you're reading the story for the first time. So what has God been doing so far in the story? One, creating things. Creating things. God sees the goodness and the creation almost every day. God saw that it was good, right? Because it is. And then finally, empowered things to work in harmony together, which is why on day four, the sun, moon, and stars are put in the expanse, and they are given the realm to mark the the days and the weeks and the calendar, the seasons, the months. They help us. The vegetation created on day three, is given power to be fruitful and create fruit and trees of its own kind to continue the thriving and flourishing of life. So what are we to do? Well, for resembling God, we create things, good things. We see that the things that are created are good, and we empower everything to work together for the sake of flourishing. Right? Simple enough. And then we're going to spend a moment on this triplet. Humanity is created using a triplet Sometimes the church has many struggles in its past, and its history, and sometimes the struggle has involved placing one gender over another, but I want to make it clear in this triplet, which is a Hebrew tool, you say the same thing three times, but in three different ways, but to land the point, all right? So what's the point being emphasized? Humanity is created in God's image. We know that. In the divine image, God created Humanity. Male and female, God created humanity. Now, you've probably seen it written like, like that. Them, them means humanity. So the next slide, I've kind of flipped it around to put the triplet in place. So you see that there's the same sentence said three times, and the image is adjusted until so finally we see that God's full image is male and female. This is important because no one alone resembles God according to this scripture. No one alone. That's the point is no one alone. We need each other. We, all of us, not just any one or two people, all of us. We're created in God's image and we're given the charge. So before we are our family name, before I am a Sanford, before I'm a father, or maybe before some of you are fathers or mothers or daughters or sons or sisters or brothers, before you are a member of this church, before you are a member of our particular country, before you are a member of any one of the categories that we have created to separate ourselves from one another, before anything else, you are sacred and created in God's image. Amen? First, foremost, we belong to each other. We're all part of this. We have a purpose. The purpose is to resemble God. That is our identity. It's why we were created. The problem is not that we, can, we can't grasp this. It's just we forget. Or maybe it's just me. Do you forget? When's the last time you told yourself, yeah, I'm sacred. I'm created in the image of God. Or do you tell yourself other things? You give yourself... Other identities. When's the last time you truly embraced this foundational, simple identity? Not only said it, but believed it. This is the first thing the Bible says about us. In fact, through Friday morning, all right, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, God, let there be, it was, it was good. Let there be, it was, it was good. Let there be, it was, it was good. Let there be, it was, was, let there be, it was, it was good. And then... Humans are created and God sees everything that was created and it is supremely good. We're special. And I don't say that in some way to be braggy. Not at all. But we are special. No other creature is created to be the image of God and made sacred like we are. Humanity is important to the created order. We have an identity in that sacredness. We accept the charge to take care of things. To take care of everything, to create good things, to see the goodness, and to take time to notice, and to live into this, this new way, to remind each other of what is sacred. So we embrace this identity, and when we do, it doesn't matter what our job is, where we live, doesn't matter what group we align ourselves with, doesn't matter what our name is, what country, it doesn't matter. If you are living this way, you're going to find fulfillment. If your identity is based on this alone, you're going to find satisfaction, contentment, joy, peace, love, blessing, and the list goes on. You can be on either side of the aisle and experience these things if your identity first and foremost, is as a sacred, created image of God. Amen? We just forget. I do. Even if I remember the truth for myself, I forget other people who aren't a part of my groups. They aren't a part of this country. Sometimes we forget that they are sacred and created images of God too. And we don't treat them as such. We don't talk about them as such. We don't view them as such. We don't tell jokes about them as such. Humanity is sacred, all of it. Humanity isn't evil. Maybe we've forgotten our identity because the powers are good at luring us off the path. Amen? So part of our charge is to be a reminder to the whole earth about our identity and theirs. We are to remember that it's God's love that restores us into our true identity. I saw a meme yesterday that said, "You know, some people think that religion and faith is all about making you into something else, but no, no, the gospels and God's love, the gospel is that God's love will awaken you to an entirely new way to live. It will bring you into the reality, it will give you identity. And when we remember, or maybe when we realize it for the first time, we will truly come to life. You are sacred, my friends. Each one of you, all of you, all of us together. We are sacred. We are created in the image of God. So go and create things. What do you want to create? That desire wasn't just put there by mistake. Go create and then stop and look at all the goodness around you and take the time to recognize the goodness and then empower the earth and everyone and everything in it to flourish and then we'll live into our, our identity in God. Amen? Amen. We thank you for joining us today. And it is our hope that you have experienced the blessing of God through our time together. If you'd like to know more about our church community and its ministries, visit our website at sellersburgumc.com.